0: Mom! 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 Mommy! Mommy! Mama! 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 What? Hi. do that you guys have to say amen oh amen where (laughs) welcome to another episode of the motherhood pod um i hope you guys enjoyed our episode last week on mental health really really informative i really enjoyed that one um it's Maya so the question of the week is when do you open your presents i don't know day before even whenever i get the present i just open it
1: I am so, so you're impatient. You're
0: one of those kids. I am. I'm so impatient. Or well, actually, sometimes I used to wait until just before midnight, so like eleven fifty nine. Then I'll rip everything open. But now, when I get it, I just open it. I don't even get presents anymore, apart from from my winter bay. That's it. <laughs> no one else gives me presents. You guys?
1: Um. So it's Diana. Um. What do we do? Um. We wait until the last person wakes up and then we all go downstairs and we wake open a present
0: wow.
1: hopefully this time everybody wakes up early if you're listening everybody wake up early <laughs> <laughs> so we can run downstairs and just open the presents it's going to be so it's so different now because my son is so excited about Christmas yeah. the Christmas tree and you know with children it's a different so yeah that's um that's what we do wait until the last person is awake and then we just all open it We're like ah. 40 10 minutes and then we go around mm-hmm. doing our own thing
2: hi guys it's the funny one i don't even have to say who i am you know who i am it's oh
0: and
2: um i at christmas it what we do depends when we open our presents depends on whether or not we go to my grandma's so if we go to my grandma's house we open our presents all together after breakfast so we That's eat nice. like breakfast all together no but breakfast can be at like 11 o'clock 12 o'clock it's actually rude but if we have christmas at anybody else's house then we open our presents in the morning Mm. before we go anywhere else okay it's my favorite way because i hate waiting
0: yeah <laughs> and i need to think of a new tradition because now my son can open presents mm-hmm. so maybe mm-hmm. i have to be patient and wait yeah
1: maybe yeah because you're gonna teach him those things
2: yeah yeah
0: patience mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Christmas, if you're listening to this, Christmas is tomorrow. You feeling the Christmas spirit? Are you excited? <laughs> it's, it's true. true. It's, true. <laughs> it's true. I just remembered. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. I'm not we'll just waiting some... for the happy new year part of this. This
0: episode needs more of my singing. Merry Christmas to you. I marry when I do that you say shabubu badubi. You yeah, badubi, eh? Merry remember. Christmas to you.
2: Ding dong.
0: <laughs> anyway, people are here. Fine.
2: Anyway, today coming from my crowd of funny cuz she's quite funny.
0: <laughs> anyway, today this episode um is about postnatal depression. A lot of mothers don't actually talk about it until they're out of that that phase. Well, I found myself not talking about it until I I was fine. And I don't know. I just felt like it was something to be ashamed of. Like, the feelings that I was feeling, I couldn't express it to anyone else because it made me a bad mum. So I just shut up until I was better. And and here we are now, talking about it. So what is postnatal depression? What is it? So postnatal depression is when you have your baby, Mm -hmm. after you have your baby usually you go through baby blues they say that's not postnatal depression because every mother goes for it but if that is extended and you feel like that for a long duration of time Isn't then like up to even yeah, a year or yeah like... yeah then they class that as postnatal depression so it's just being depressed after having a baby for a very long time
1: yeah and um There's so many different things that can cause it. So it's just like with any mental health issue, it can be environmental science behind it. The scientific reasoning for it is Mm -hmm. hormones dropping. Mm -hmm. I think it's estrogen. It's just obviously we when you're when you have a baby inside you, your body needs a certain amount of hormones to kind of regulate to, you know, make sure everything is basically like different seasons, just like during your period oestrogen and progesterone kind of fluctuate but it's such a sudden drop and that Mm -hmm. triggers um like it kind of reduces the amount of hormones the the oxytocins the serotonins the happy hormones that we make so that is one of them another trigger for um postnatal depression and sometimes they will give you medication for that just like in our last episode we're talking about therapy there's so many alternatives another thing is talking they do also um advise exercise because that also boosts endorphins as well so that when it comes to the science behind it there's actually a scientific explanation because what i think about mental illness a lot of it gets disregarded whether it's um mental health issues whether it's depression or postnatal depression mm. it's just like oh it's just the way that you feel but yeah. there's actually science behind it there is actually people you see a significant drop in hormone levels and sometimes it goes below so it's not just i feel depressed or i feel upset or I feel down and some people might have not known they had it. Like for me example, I've never got diagnosed with it or Same. anything. But I was also going through a hard time with the relationship with my child's father. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I if I was just going through a hard time or whether I actually had postnatal depression. But there was a period of time for a long time where I was not unhappy in my situation until um I think yeah, around about my son was about a year and a half. But also that time me and the father also had broken up. So it could be that I was just feeling better because of the situation. This so I, I've never been diagnosed with it. I don't know if I can, I can't say whether I've been through it, but a, a lot of people are probably in the same situation as me that they don't know whether they've had it and they could have had it. And we spoke about it in the last episode yeah. as well. Like a lot of people in Africa probably had it. A lot of people have it and they'll probably disregard it and yeah. get on with it. So I think it's a good thing to um, definitely we discuss like postnatal depression, you know, and everything. Um, Etienne,
2: I've never had postnatal depression. I think that um, I know the difference between when, like, when you're when you have a baby and you breastfeed. I think the oestrogen period lasts a bit longer. Mm -hmm. So I think when I stopped breastfeeding, I noticed the the drop in my happiness because I was just happy for no reason. I was just looking at my child. Oh, look at your
0: face so cute When was this after you stopped breastfeeding
2: yeah no no before when I gave birth every day I was quite smiley quite happy looking at my baby thinking oh you're so cute and blah blah but then when I stopped breastfeeding I noticed the dip in how happy I was, I wasn't that happy. Yeah. yeah, but I wasn't depressed. I was just not as happy, and I think for me that's better because I think being happy for no reason is really worrying for me. <laughs> like mm-hmm. for me, no, honestly, if I if I wake up and I'm really happy and I don't have a reason, I'm wary the whole day. I'm thinking, oh my god, yes, there's something not me. right. But um, my moods, I beca- I think when I stopped breastfeeding, I noticed I was a little bit more irritable, a little bit more less tolerant of people Mm. but i don't think i was depressed because i was in general i was yeah still the same but i have i do know people to have postnatal depression i think it's something that's quite it's sometimes it's a bit difficult to pinpoint because Mm -hmm. when you're a new mom you've got a lot of things going on you've got your baby you know if you have like one of my daughters had colic Yes. Oh, oh my gosh, gosh. god. I remember. Every child has colic. No. Triggered me.
1: Every I remember no, now. No,
2: they don't. Has colic. Are you sure? Yes. So what happened to they, my other two that didn't have it? But they didn't it haven't.
0: Are you joking? No, I'm serious. As in they didn't have bad stomach. No.
2: Really? Yeah. Colic is basically You're from what in. I understand wow. Children have colic because they don't eat, they drink, right? So as you're drinking, 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 you're taking in air. Uh, as, yeah, from as what you're I remember. Taking no, 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 yeah, yeah, so bottle-fed babies have a higher chance of getting colic. 100%, yeah. yeah. But breastfed babies can still get it because babies are just yeah. chuggling air. Um, yeah. So, as the air is sitting in their stomach, mm-hmm. they have gas, but they can't yeah, naturally yeah. burp, they can't naturally yeah, do yeah, certain things. So, yeah. things, oh yeah. that's I why they have that. colic. I, completely I used forgot to about cry that season, that you stage. know. Li- I cried Literally, for that. literally. My child, but I was crying <laughs> for him. I forgot about One that. Of my hey, yeah. I hated that. Colic is horrible. One of my daughters had colic, and it was actually my first child. And I remember thinking to myself, like, in the beginning it wasn't there was no colic it wasn't that bad yeah. but when she hit like two months three months mate the child would just cry yeah. and i would be like oh my god is it that. me like what am i doing wrong am i holding her wrong am i what what is it that i'm not doing yeah. and i felt really like under attack like i felt like it was me personally why she was crying then i think i went to the doctors and i was like listen this child's got bad vibes the child just cries and i don't know why like (laughs) she's drunk she's she's fed everything the nappy's dry there's no reason for her to be crying Mm. what is it the doctor was like colic i was like what is colic the doctor was like so basically there's air bubbles in the baby's stomach and it hurts it really hurts them so they cry and I'm like, yeah, but that don't make sense. Because if you cry, you're just getting more air bubbles in your system. It's going to make it worse. Mm-hmm. And they was like, yeah, but they're they not know. they don't know that. Oh so I thought, okay, what yes. am I going to do? I tried everything. Hot do you know job. what? I tried everything. My grandma's the like... The kick in the legs, because, you yeah, know, to... up. I used to be doing that. All of it, I tried everything. Do you know what made her... Because call- there's two problems in it. There's the actual colic is a problem. Mm. But then the noise is a problem for me. I don't want to hear done, that. Yeah i don't want to hear that so, <laughs> <crying> <laughs> so do you know what i found made her be quiet water i used to take her in the bathroom and just run the tap quiet Really? quiet she would just shut up i was like yes thank you jesus oh, and at that gosh. time i didn't have to pay no water bills so it was great um, <laughs> <laughs> but i find that when you have a stressor like that like anything that involves the child being unhappy, as a mom, you have a pressure on you, like fix it, fix it now, Mm -hmm. why isn't your child okay? And that could make you depressed, do do you know what I mean? If you have, I think if my daughter was crying for any longer than she was, I would have been depressed because Mm -hmm. I think she started eating at four months and at four months before, when I had my daughter, that's when you could give your children food at four months, now it's like six months, they change it every, every year. But it was four months at the time. So literally when she hit four months and she started eating, the colic was finished because the food pushes down the, the gas. Yeah. So there was no issues. But mm-mm. I think if she was crying for two more months, I would have been de- <laughs> depressed.
0: Talking about that, there's a baby bottle. I think every F, is it, what's that, what they called? F,
2: F. What's that baby? What's that baby brand that starts with an E called? Oh, no. I thought you were talking about Tommy Tippy, but no, I don't know. Tommy Tippy do it as well. It's an
0: anticholic bottle. Yeah, they're, then they're there's all a bag of one. rubbish.
2: They're, they worked for me. Do you
0: think that? So? No, it, I'm telling you it worked oh, for okay. me. Okay. Which one? There was a... What's the one that starts with an E? It's going to piss me off. I'm going to look. I'm just okay, I'm mm-hmm. coming. But the Tommy Tippy one, anticholic bottle works. And then there's the one that starts with E, which I will confirm in a minute. Okay. Um, I found that they didn't let a lot of air out of the bottle. Mm. So he didn't have gas at those times. Okay. But before that, when I was trying to give him my milk mm. and a bottle, before I knew about the anticholic bottles, oh,
2: It was stressful. We cried. But do you know what? It's stressful because I feel like there's so many things that happens with babies that people don't warn you about. Mm-hmm. They don't like, tell you anything. And you, you don't know until they it don't. happens. Even if you read it in a book, it's not... They don't it's tell not, you. Yeah. People need to prepare us more for this stuff. It's true. Even ba- breastfeeding, like... Oh Breastfeeding, people make breastfeeding seem so simple. Just pop Just the baby po- out, put pop it, it on your boob and put done. It it's not like that. Oh. And I think, like, even that could be a cause of postnatal depression. If you yeah. can't feed your Mates. baby, Mates. and you've waited nine months to do it, that's how you envisaged yeah. giving your child food. I honestly
1: think, like, people, my, my son was premature. I think mm. everyone needs the same thing that I had when I was in that hospital. Like a neonatal had a checklist. Mm. They watched me. I have to learn how to bath him. I had a breastfeeding every single time. Obviously he he couldn't suck at that point until like two weeks into it. But I had a breastfeeding coach. She would come every single really? every single time. I love that. A breastfeeding coach. I am, um, you know... How to change a nappy. You could not leave that hospital until everything. It was basically like.
2: Oh, I love that. And so cool. What hospital was that? This was
1: Saint George's Neonatal. Oh, because well,
2: okay. it's neonatal. Yeah, it so it was
1: like basically you need to be able to do this. You need to be able to change the clothes. You need to check the temperature. They showed me CPR, like all really? of this, all my of this Lord. stuff. And I was thinking, my sister, because I was really clo- uh, close when she had a child basically she just got discharged everything they don't mm. teach you how to bath they don't teach you nothing like, no. and it's like that with normal but because he was premature as a special case they're like no nah, you need to be able to 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 dress him change his nappy mm. breastfeeding they were saying like at uh, those times when i was like i feel him sucking they're like no he's not sucking <laughs> for a long time and then when he actually really started sucking that's when i knew this yeah, is like they would show you how different positions of how to hold the child and mm. you know when he latches on and mm. all of that i think Honestly, well, God knows for this government if they're even gonna invest in that. But <laughs> honestly, I think we—I know motherhood is supposed to be a natural thing, but there's so many things they don't tell us about. 100%. Breastfeeding, colic, like when you not say that, I completely forgot about that yeah. period. But
2: nappies, like you know, poo that. explosions. <laughs> <laughs> that once you know oh i had it i had that loads it with once. my first daughter we was living in the pool, Like <laughs> <laughs> all the time i was God just forbid. i remember just thinking but what have i done wrong like, <laughs> what have i done oh, to do to this? Mm. but i think i think it's it's good that we have platforms like this where we can yeah. talk about things like that because sometimes just hearing someone else saying yeah you know i've been through that it yeah. kind of normalizes it it makes you feel 100%. a bit better because it's it's difficult man like I think baby I like babies the most cuz I think they're the easiest part of motherhood for me personally. Babies are just they just sleep. I get what drink, you drink. I get it. Sleep, drink. Sleep, yeah. drink. They might look at you for a couple hours great. Yeah, yeah, Go I back to you. sleep. Yeah. It's great. It's when they get a bit older and they start asking you. but even like when I had girls I know how to change a girl's nappy. I'm a girl. Mm. When I had a boy, I was thinking, "What the hell is all of this?" <laughs> like, <laughs> don't you
1: think? Cause I, I've only, obviously I've just got my son, but don't you think it's harder for girls? Because like my friend was telling me how like the folds that like, you have to actually go inside because you, you don't want the child like if they have a poo explosion, you don't want the child to get um, oh yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. UTI. Like yeah, I think I, think so. I, I don't want to be talking about like bits and bobs, mm. but I think it, don't you
2: think it's easier to. Do you know what? My grandma bag. actually showed me some amazing stuff. Oh, if confused, you get. You? Uh, yeah, but it's still. I know what you mean. Because the poo gets in. Imd- imd- yeah. You, so, you know
1: how the ba- baby poo isn't <laughs> solid yeah. until they have solid. It
2: looks like yes, egg in it. Yes, sir. Very, very mm. runny egg. But yeah, my my grandma taught me something that I think is great. So, you know, when you have a baby, even like using wipes, it's a bit mad. I, d- I didn't use wipes with my babies. Oh, they were babies. I Cotton buds. Cotton at the buds yeah, Ooh, and the little water. the little bowl of water. So I used to get the bowl of water and if they have poop slips the explosion, oh, yeah, I would yeah. just squeeze it out and the water would just
0: Oh I get it. Trickle down
2: and everything would come off. Oh. So the mix I would still wipe. Yeah. But the nasty bit yeah, bits like, Amazing. It was like a little shower for the Yeah, okay. My
0: mum <laughs> she she says, I used to as if she's not alive. My mum says, um when you put po- you should go in the bathroom and wash your bum. And that's what you should do for children. Mm. When they do a massive poo, wash them off them. If my son does a big poo, mm. a very big poo, I just go and buff him. Well, poo. sometimes that's not possible. Like, in public. Like, that's fair. Yeah. But if you're in the house and that happens, go and buff your child. Mm. Thank you. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. so I used to like the smell of my son's poo. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, okay, you mean please. the time when it smells like yeah. fruit? Yes, yes, Oh, yeah.
1: Not. Not... Not now. Oh, when they start eating solids, hey, oh, it's a different. Gosh. When they the breast milk starts
0: to reduce.
2: Mm-mm. Did we all breastfeed? Yeah. Yeah. Exclusive was... or both.
0: Exclusive. Exclusive.
2: When did you Do stop? You know
0: what? I so I'll tell you. I had baby whatever, and then my milk, the so the first milk that comes, it wasn't colostrum. I had to. That was. It was so painful. I had to squeeze it out and then like scrape it off into this bottle every day because I, I didn't want to give my son dairy I'm proper against it I am I don't like okay. it I don't think it's good for us so I would never give it to my son mm. I gave him a biscuit yesterday and it had dairy in it <laughs> I'm like, <lying. gasps> I'm not lying I actually gave him a biscuit with dairy in it okay. but <laughs> we move <laughs> um, and I would cry because it was so painful mm. and I didn't want him to have the dairy milk but I gave him I gave him the I gave him what was it Aptamil? no Cow and Gates Oh my god! Does that yeah. does that have um what's it ca- ca- dairy in it? Cow, yeah, cow and gates. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gave him um yeah. It was the only ones they had in the hospital. Oh, so okay. I was in the hospital for almost I think for eight days, eight or nine days, because my baby had what did he have? What is that thing called?
1: Everything mm-hmm. has left me. Jaundice. well done. Because like, Asha had that. Thank
0: yeah. you. Yeah, so that. They wouldn't let us leave, so we had yeah. to stay there until. Yeah. Everything was sorted okay. um, I that I think it was even a blessing because my milk it wasn't coming, and even after my milk came mm. I, he could he would not latch, so I was having to pump like sit down in a room for hours pump I'd, I'd be pumping, I'd be crying because Did you use electric pump, yeah yeah. Because I felt inadequate as a mother because I wanted to feed my son mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I couldn't feed my son and I was giving him something I didn't want him to have and it was only for like three or four days but it but still for me, made you feel yeah so I, honestly I think all
1: of that also like the in the expectations that we put on ourselves yeah. because whereas, well, yeah. we are led to believe that breast milk it's should the best just milk psh, come out of our boobs straight away
0: but I wasn't lacking milk I had so much milk but it was it was hard because obviously hit- you had the the colostrum no, no like he wasn't colostrum. ready to latch oh. After he wouldn't latch he would not latch mm. and when i thought he was latching he wasn't like he wasn't taking my milk and then you'd have my partner in the background like oh it's because your nipples are too big oh your, your nipples too big for his <laughs> mouth and that made me feel even more bad, like bad about myself so i just cry some more mm. i found myself in the hospital crying at least six times a day really yeah because i felt like a bad mom no. Well, I felt
1: so bad. That's, that's that's such a bad thing. I think I think we need to have a conversation of, about breastfeeding in general because people mm. I used to think that, and my mom used to be like, "No, you're not holding him properly." Um, but
0: yeah. after
1: I got dismissed from the hospital, like when he, not he got discharged because he got discharged after me five weeks, the breastfeeding coach would come to my house mm. and she, she used to just give me advice. She's like, like he, obviously my mom knows best, but she's just like, you know, sometimes like you get asked and they'll be like, oh, you'll suffocate him. They were like, the way the <gasps> child's <gasps> nose is that. decided, it, it will never suffocate them. she would yeah. be like, yeah. don't listen. She's like, I know your mom means well, but that's not gonna happen. And your boobs are not too big for the child because they were born, They this is what they are made to do. Mm. So there's so many things breastfeeding in general that we have been told that isn't right but remember her she was just like there's a whole science behind it like Mm. you think they're suffocating because they can't breathe you know they're under they're in the womb surrounded by liquid this air is still new to them like they're made like that but um that those three days the days that you have baby blues your boobs I remember they felt like rocks like straight after you breastfeed I know what you're talking about that that pain and you, called just called saw, like, you just feel like you just want to pump yeah, is, yeah. and mm. pump. I've forgotten what it's called.
2: It's called engorgement. Oh say. yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: <By> They're ignoring me. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: couldn't hear you. Sorry. Yeah. When oh, when they yeah.
2: No, but. I think I remember when I went, I went on holiday to Amsterdam, and um, that's when I had my last child, my son. I went. He was like, I don't know, six months old or something like that. He was. Yeah, something like six, seven months. I went to go see Drake with my partner, mm. and it was great. I was free. I was living life, and then it happened. It of was course, time man. to it, it was time to feed him, and he wasn't there. I was like, yeah, I've had kids before. You know, if you just ignore it, it'll go away. Hey, it it uh, does. No, no, it depends on what stage you're at. It can actually how go long away. Did you
0: breastfeed for?
2: Okay, so I breastfed my daughter until she was one. My second daughter until she was nine months. Yeah. And my son until he was like nearly two. Literally. That's the, that's the same with Asha, nearly two. No, right? no, that's a nightmare. Never do it, it that's, really that's too long. But um, I remember I was living my life, having fun, you know, great. And then um, it got to the point where it wasn't fun anymore my boobs were like rocks and oh it was do you know when you're saying rocks it actually is like so, a rock that's how i it feel. Is like no. that's exactly and i thought okay oof. let me have a shower and maybe the milk will come yeah. out Did that no baby Did no no what happened was i went to the shower and a little bit of milk came out and it was like yep we can did make rub more it now. And
0: then squeeze it out.
2: I couldn't touch it. It was hurting. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah when it's it
0: so, so no, yeah. Me. Bad, but I used to. Squeeze I would be it. in pain. As in, I'd be in so much pain. I'd get in the shower. Mm. I'd, I I felt it. I just rub
1: it. it. Really, I'm it not up. into self harm. I can't <laughs> do that. <laughs> self harm <you know? laughs> uh, for that time. But after that release, oh, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah it so like, felt so good. It Felt so good. It did hurt, I just
2: couldn't. I couldn't. And I think even you know the breath pump, yeah. Oh my god. The breast pump, you know, I've never. When I, the first time I ever breast pumped, I was working in this little thing with my auntie, and um, I remember thinking, "Yep, yeah, I'm gonna. You finally used my electric breast pump that I got in my baby shower. Cool, yeah. amazing. It's Medela, and they're yeah, like a brand that. that's specifically yeah. for like small babies and yeah. babies with anything wrong with them or whatever. Yeah. But they're also really good at mm-hmm. what they're doing. So I thought, okay, yep hook me up you know i hooked oh it all up had the little bag at the bottom i felt like a right cow literally yeah <laughs> and then i was like i switched it on and it was like mm, and i was like no no no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah and it was like and i was like oh my god i am a, literally a cow here yeah, sitting yeah. here with my boob out yeah. inside a room yeah everyone's eating their lunch i'm sitting in the room milking my my breast like some cow and i just thought no man this ain't it i don't like this like i didn't like that i think i really enjoyed breastfeeding though like Me too. when i say enjoy i don't mean that like, the people on channel 4 that actually find sexual pleasure in it this is a disclaimer Gosh, yes we know oh, they're there they yeah. have those people yes. there yeah. are but we, we i know. enjoyed it in the sense of i found it so handy it was so easy so yeah. you know you, you just, just have to yeah go, you don't go downstairs the, the baby's all like Meh, and you're like yeah, you take just breath yeah like, you just, just shush you know even
0: got to a point where i didn't even have to he just took it himself <laughs> like i didn't even have to give it to him he'd literally just pull it out and take it himself i'm
2: telling you and you don't have to do the whole bottle is it warm is yeah. it hot is it this
0: it's ready it's
2: yeah it's ready and yeah. I, but I do think what's funny is that for the father, I don't think breast is best. So, like for us, that's our time with our kid. We're yeah. actually bonding, even we if we're not trying to bond, definitely. we definitely are bonding. And I feel like for the dad, they don't get that opportunity yeah. to be thingy. So, I used to express sometimes yeah. so my partner could yeah. feed. And I even had the bottle. My son wasn't on the bottle. He wasn't, he didn't like it. Yeah. So it was just not. Yeah, my
1: son did not have it.
2: But did you know that you're supposed to, if you're really trying to do dual, dual, whatever, you should get a a bottle that looks more like your nipple than others. So if you have like, you know the typical, you know them thin bottles Mm. with the long nipple. People's nipples don't look like that. So when you give your child that, that's easier to suck than it is your nipple and a lot of people find that when they try to do both the child normally picks the bottle because it's easier for them do you do you know what do i mean think, yeah so there's a certain age mm. where i think like if you if you let's say at the beginning if you gave your baby a bottle mm. and then you tried to revert them back to your breast after like not a few days i'm not i'm talking about like let's say you did it for uh, um, yeah and then you try to give them back your breast; they wouldn't want it because it's more work mm. for them to actually drink from the breast than it is oh, from I a bottle. It's, it's the
1: same the other way around though, as well. So not just me, but I remember because I was part of this group. Like we b- breastfed our children, but we wanted to do the same thing: express bottle. And I even tried it. Tried. I bought so many bottles, so many, yeah, and you try same. and do it for a long period. Child is not is rejecting that because it is so. It's a different feel. It's a different texture. It's yeah. silicone, like. But everything. was it
2: you that was trying to do it? Yeah, it was me. I I read somewhere that it's much better if you want to integrate your child. Into well, the dad actually tried to do it as yeah. well.
1: That didn't help. He, he was all. just crying. I had to go and get him. Yeah. Okay. Just not not happening. Because I know
2: that if you have a breast and you're holding your child with a bottle, they can smell your. Yeah. Oh yeah, they can yeah. smell it. Yeah, and yeah. they're all like, "Don't, don't try, don't try it. Try I can feel the... <laughs> you. Release the nipple. Release it. Like, because <laughs> so they can see it there. Like, they know it's there." <laughs> mm-hmm
1: yeah but i think all of these are like, trouble like not just troubles but all these things that we go through contribute teething to problems teething problems oh, they Lord. all contribute to postnatal depression
2: t- even brushing your child's teeth is difficult like nobody tells you that your brushing your child's teeth can be a battle if the child so doesn't want to that do that it, does but, it himself. because we used to fight but even when they do it themselves do they even do it properly like them they they're gonna miss some teeth mm-hmm. and then I've noticed, like, there's a big rise in children getting, like, their teeth taken up, being put to sleep and stuff. And these are things that would make you feel like a failure as a parent. Do you get what I mean? Because everyone's gonna look at you like, okay, like, why is your child's teeth like that? It's you. I think that's the bad thing, that the reason
0: why we fall into this state is because we're so concerned with what everyone else thinks Other people think, yeah. Do you know
2: what I mean? But I think we think the same thing, though. So, like, for example when you I don't know about when you were pregnant but when I was pregnant they used to come round in my little antenatal sessions and tell me that breast is best breast is best breast is best and Mm. I think what they don't do is they don't prepare you for not everyone can breastfeed yeah not everybody's not every child wants it not every mum is you know and I think because they don't give you that both sides kind of thing it makes you feel bad if you don't yeah. if you don't breastfeed people like like you can be in a group of moms and they'll be like oh do you breastfeed and then the one person that's like no Different. everyone's looking at them like oh yeah. like what's wrong with you that's what your breasts are for like what people need to
0: understand is as long as your child is being fed
2: it's not an issue like, it's, I think honestly. yeah so with
1: everything though in general like um, our, like you said our own expectations like my son wasn't born brought to term So I just felt like I failed. Like, because I couldn't, like, literally, they said that if he he was in my body for longer, I wouldn't have made it. So I just felt like I failed. I couldn't even look after my child myself. The fact that the Mm. hospital had to look after him for an extra five weeks. I had a C-section. I couldn't push this child out myself. I had to have a C-section. Like, you think of all these things... in Your head, you see this Hollywood. Yeah. I'm gonna give birth, mm. water is gonna break, gush, it's how it's gonna be an hour max. Out, baby, holding him this Go and that. Home. I'm gonna be at the <laughs> hospital, he's gonna be sucking my breast like, yeah. like yeah. nothing. I can push him out, grow up, you know. And it's not like that, it's not, it may be for the lucky, 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 whatever percentage, people, yeah, but it's not, it's not like that. And it's not everybody that has that, I think, it all contributes with that. And then, you know, um, one of the Things that triggers postnatal depression is difficulty bonding with your child. If your child has bad vibes or colic <laughs> during that time, you're just like no. Also, exhaustion. Exhaustion. I was say a
0: lack of sleep. Lack of sleep that is something, honestly.
1: Even when I, before my child, when I'm not sleeping, I'm oh, not happy. Gosh. <laughs> like, sleeping oh my out. No one is sleeping. You have to wake up every two hours and be the cow for that child.
0: Like, do you know what?
2: Yeah.
0: You know when you wake up to feed your child. I used to wake up, my partner used to wake get up, get up, get up, So, and even though he's not feed bottle feeding. We can see his bad vibes. <laughs> <laughs> you have to stay up with me because if I see that your sleep is too sweet, I might, I might cut you. So you need to stay up just for your own safety. <laughs> just so I don't cut you, you need to stay up. But that's the one thing as well that's important. If you're in a relationship, a supportive partner.
1: Yeah.
2: Do you know what? And I think that, I think it's funny because we always do this as women we say supportive partner mm. but we're both parents together does that make sense yeah. so to me i feel like things should definitely be like i f- me me personally mm-hmm. when i was pregnant and when i had my children my first two i wanted to be supermom i wanted to everything if my child cried i want to be fixing it Mm. if my child's nappy was done i wanted to be doing it Mm. and then it gets boring really quick because you you've seen like five poos in one day and you're thinking no man i I didn't sign up for this yeah yeah and i think a lot of people dig themselves into a hole especially if you have a partner
1: yeah. yeah
2: if you have a partner and you, from the jump, you're the one that's like, no, 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 I'll do everything. Yeah, you can't wait until the child's two and say, oh, so aren't you going to this? They're yeah. going to look at you like, what? Or, and uh, some of
1: them, it's like, they don't know because you never, give you them the never offer, showed them the yeah, that. And then that's you get angry at them saying, how can you not know? But, yeah, but where, have where, where, where have you been for two
2: years? But yeah. with my son, I really learnt my lesson. <laughs> so you waited I for learnt, two children. I learned my lesson so well. As soon as my son would cry, and I know it's not milk, I'll be like, here you go, there you go, daddy. Yeah. If he falls over, I'll be like, go tell daddy. Anything he does, I'm like, tell your yeah. dad. When we go out, he'll go to his dad, daddy, I need the toilet, daddy, I need, I'm looking, I'm sitting up with my feet up thinking, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm happy because I feel like as a mom, you naturally do too much, 100%. in my opinion, and people have made too much the standard of normal. Yes. And that's not normal. And when his yes. dad does a little bit, it's amazing. Oh my oh God. Oh my gosh. The Listen, super dad they're holding YouTube hands. Oh my God, he's such a good dad. dad. Because he's holding his child's hand. I'm
0: holding my child's hand. And look at it, look bad at it. At he's holding the
2: child's hand and the child is on the road side. As in the side <laughs> of the road. That's bad parenting. <laughs> does that make sense? Um, or the dads that do the whole one one hand buggy and go and roll the buggy yeah. with one hand. Because what? You don't need to turn with two hands. You don't need two hands on the buggy. Well, I can do that. No, in... you don't get it. It's a different form of pushing the buggy. It's, it's it's like it's like they're pushing the buggy away from them like yeah, I'm just I'm not with that kid. I'm just holding it for a minute. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like not and I think kid. that we we this is a problem we create for ourselves, mm-hmm. but it's not just us. It's our moms and our families all and all the people around us. My grandma's yeah. even tried to tell me one time Khalil must have pooed, and my partner was going to take him to the toilet. He was a baby at the time. My grandma was like, no, 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 you go do it. Why? And I'm thinking, are you okay? Do I look like I want to change poo? Yeah. Like <laughs> when when I went upstairs, I thought, let me just do it anyway. Let me just do it. Mm-hmm. So she came upstairs, and she's like, "No, you can never have people looking at your man changing nappies." Why? I'm like, but he changes nappies at home, and she's like, "Yeah, you can do what you want in your house, but in public, that's not okay." And I was just thinking, maybe in 1976, but you know, we're in <laughs> like 2000, yeah. whatever. I I feel like, I know. There are males who have all big five kids and they've never changed their nappy. Yeah. That's oh, not yeah. normal.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's not
2: okay. Yeah. And that's the mum's yes. fault. Yeah, it doesn't but make sense because you're not full, but you're allowing this to happen. Yeah. Because you, even like, as a mum, you find yourself, if you're going to leave the house, mm. you'll find yourself preparing the food, yeah. making sure this is ready, everything's so ABC. You, you can open the fridge and you can see this is the food, this yeah. is the lunch, this is the, Why? 'Cause who does it for us? Nobody does that for us. Nobody spoon feeds yeah, us through true. life. No, of course. Doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes when you do all this stuff to help the your partner, it makes you resent them because you sense. just look at them and you think, You don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you sit there and you do what I'm helping you to do. You're not yeah. doing anything. I don't think it's good. And I think my my partner now, he's he's very like Hands on, he does as much as I do. Doesn't make sense. Mm. Even though I do the, the cooking, like that, I resent that. I resent it, like, cause he can actually cook, mm. so it's rude. Um, but yeah, I feel like as parents, we need to work towards the kind of parents and family that we want. Doesn't 100%. make sense. Yeah, we don't want like you know on Christmas Day, for example. Do you like? I don't know about you, but I remember when I was young on Christmas Day, my mom's just bare busy doing In the my of things. My yeah. yeah, my, my mom. mom. And, and I'm, I'm thinking.
1: But my dad was not there. My dad was just chilling. That used to really get on my nerves. And I said, I'm not having that my in family, your life. Yeah. No way. Like, my son is going to learn how to cook. Like, my dad, that's one thing. Like, he was a lot of great things. But one thing, the only thing that he ever cooked for us was Weetabix, is the m- biggest. Ah, <laughs> uh, my
0: dad used to love giving me Weetabix.
1: <laughs> yep. That was, a, that was, that was, that was, <laughs> like, my dad to this day never, n- nothing food wise cooking never and it's just like is it a ch- won't cook like my mom if she left the country like aunties like my mom's friends and or like his family will be coming into the kitchen or they'll bring in their food to feed us
2: that's all mad
1: and i'm just like are you serious yeah that's like is it like you're so heavily reliant and i was like that's not going to be me like my mm. son he like he's in the kitchen when i'm baking he's there yeah. he wants to help And you're doing that because like, just like we said in the last episode, I don't want those little so-and-so in university putting period blood in my son's food. (laughs) No way my son is learning how to cook. Like, no, no, no.
0: Oh, I tried that by the way, it doesn't work.
1: Okay. So, Another, let's talk about another thing that contributes, food, we, we lack of eating, that can con- contribute It's to not only a lack of eating, it's, it's overeating, overeating as well, postnatal. So for me,
0: in the beginning, I stopped eating completely. I didn't want food, I wasn't hungry. <laughs> and then it got to a certain point in my, like when I was breastfeeding, where I was so hungry, obviously, because he's taking yeah, it like, from me. Yeah. So I was so hungry, but then I found myself overeating. And before I had my baby, I was a gym fanatic. My eating was on point. I was a pescatarian. I ate everything. My, my my nutrition was on point. And then I was craving meat. I was craving chicken. Chicken I hadn't eaten. I didn't eat it. Like mm-hmm. I cut it out completely for years. I was eating chicken. I was eating all of this stuff that I shouldn't... I'm still eating it today. It's why the fires are so big. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, I found yeah. because my body was so different from what it was when I had my baby, that brought me down as well. And even finding time to exercise. And it wasn't even not having the time to exercise because I was busy. It was, I didn't have the energy to. Like I was so drained from constantly breastfeeding. Like I just, I was, I was down. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Just always. And because
2: I think your body image is something that people don't realise how much it affects you. Especially how women, you look. As yeah, women. because our, we're judged by how we look. 100%. Yeah. You can see, like most women's clothes are designed to see what you look like underneath. Yes. So I feel like as a, when you have a baby, your body changes and everyone gives allowances for the changes mm-hmm. but the allowances have a closing date. Yeah. Doesn't yes. make sense. Snap it's like period. okay, you're six months now, so what's going on? Do yeah, like,
0: you know what I remember um I went somewhere and I was with my partner. We went to his partner my partner's auntie's house and she said, Ah, you were so skinny before you had this boy. Mm-hmm. Why are you fat? Uh old people. Oh, okay, didn't care. it's fine but I have feelings and that affects me mm. yeah. do you know what I mean because it's something that I've always struggled with. with the reason why I was so fixated with exercise was because I used to be big so I'd lost all that weight and then I'm fat again so
2: but number one just for the record you're not fat uh, yeah. yeah number one oh, that's that's, that's the first thing so you probably suffer with BDD okay. which yeah. Yeah, is yeah, body yeah. dysmorphia just I had it yeah. I still which have is, it yeah. yeah really bad but I think that some some of it is acceptance, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, like, as a as a person, as a woman, a man, whatever, as you grow, you're going to change, right? So you're going to go from, when you're a teenager, you're probably, most people are either really skinny or really fat. Yeah. There's, like, the middle people, they're few and far between. Mm-hmm. I was really skinny yeah. in puberty. And so my perception of fat is small, like, the smallest person can be fat yeah. to me. Okay. doesn't make sense. Yeah. So when I had my two daughters, I was still slim. Yeah. I was like, snap back, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had my son and I was like, oh my God. I've, I've actually had like a double chin. Mm. My voice started to sound like this. I was feeling different. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> my, my everything was big. And with my daughters i got to like full term and i was still in a size eight okay maybe i couldn't button up the button you know on my jeans or whatever Mm. but i was still fitting in size eight Mm. so with my son i could feel that i was no longer a size eight but Mm. i refused i refused i would not buy any extra clothes mm. for a short period of time that i'm going to be pregnant then i won't be yeah so i thought yep When I drop this baby, the weight's gone, I'm finished, I'm done, it's over. No, no. I had a belly and I I think out of everything, that's what I cared about the most. My belly has always been flat. It's been flat my whole life. I was looking at this belly thinking, no, it can't be me. (laughs) So initially I was like, okay, I'm gonna go gym, I'm gonna get over this, like I can't go down like this. Imagine when I reach 30, if I have a belly at 30, I'm gonna have a belly for the rest of my life. So I started exercising. Girl, the Mm. gym is not for me. I know. The gym is not for me. Mm. I feel literally i feel like i'm under attack i feel like i'm being tortured when i exercise it's not for me no i genuinely i'm not exaggerating maybe
0: you just haven't found the ec- yes you know i want to do
2: pole dancing i, I want to do say, that Yeah, there's different yeah. things yeah
0: there's different ways of like people always say i have to go to the gym no, yeah no nah, it doesn't there's work there's so for me. many things you can do you can do boxing you can do swimming
2: i like you boxing can do, yeah pole dancing,
0: boxing. like you yes. can go to dance classes yes but i loads think of stuff.
2: The one thing that really bothered me the most about my belly and that they don't tell you when mm. you have a baby is that there's this thing called diastasis. Yeah. And basically it's like your when your baby, mm. your belly is in two, mm-hmm. and then as you grow, it, it forms into it fuses into one. When you get pregnant, it can open again mm-hmm. and normally it closes back. But for some people, if you stretch too much for your own personal muscles, The diastasis, so the two muscles become two muscles and there's a gap in the middle. So I have diastasis. I have to have surgery for it. I know some of
1: you have to have surgery for it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Because it's just like you have this
2: opening. You you know like, uh, what's that thing with your belly button called? when people's belly buttons poke out i have one i have a no not a a hernia hernia. so a hernia is like a small hole in that wall of the muscle diastasis like the whole wall is open open. so when i had it i was literally i i stopped eating not because i'm anorexic or anything but because i couldn't physically handle how it felt when i would eat it feels like you're washing up yeah because you can feel your intestines moving about because they're not stuck in the same place they're every they they come out so i was all like "Mm -mm, no and things that you would do for a normal belly like sit-ups you can't do that with diastasis because it will open it more because it's like imagine you're sitting up if your stomach's like this sit-ups do this to the muscles Mm. but if your stomach's like that sit-ups are just going to open the hole more so it's not good anyway so when you have diastasis you have to do different kind of exercises the exercises are so rubbish they're so rub. they're good if you're lazy but they no, they don't work if yeah. your diastasis is past a certain mark they don't work very well so yeah. for me that was a big hurdle getting over it i was drinking oh my god so i'm either gonna have to have surgery or mm-hmm. just stay like this and be happy and for people on the outside they don't get it because yeah. they don't have it so it's like oh your body's not even big it's not even yeah, that deep like no, and I think people always do that. They yeah. always kind of like negate, not negate, like minimise how you feel yeah, yeah. about your body. Yeah. And I think it's hard enough being a woman with a body anyway. Yeah. It's worse when you're a woman with a, like, like there's women without bodies. I mean, no, but, no, no, I it's hard when you have a baby because your whole body image changes. You, changes. Have to, you have to also alter with it. And people, like you said, people tell you how they feel about you. And sometimes it's like a small little dig, or they might be like, oh, look at you, you're thick now, team thick. And you're thinking, okay, so what what was I before? Because, you know, I don't know what you're trying to say. Or or they'll be like, oh, sometimes it's good. They say good things, Mm. and where it's supposed to be nice, it's not nice for you because that's not how you want to look. Do you get what I mean? Like, I can look at you and say, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful, and you'll be like, oh, but my thighs, about my this and my that. Yeah, of course. And do you know what else is another thing that people don't really talk about? Mm. After you give birth and stuff, you're punky. Nobody ever talks about your punky. As in how it is, um, what can happen to it, how it yes. is, whether it's the same or not, or whether nobody talks about <laughs> Diana's faith Does it change?
0: After, so mine was always powerful, but oh after, it just became even more powerful. Because it brings life, your pumpkin oh. brings life. Oh, boom, oh my God. Boom, 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 life. I true. don't know,
1: I, I don't know, I didn't have it Ooh. naturally, so I don't know, but.
0: Well, mine is, if anyone wants to try it. Um, my, oh yeah I've got I've got Winter Bay sorry about that I take that back Um, but mine is powerful
2: but what I mean is I'm not talking about that <laughs> I'm talking about when you okay so when you give birth mm-hmm. yeah directly after you give birth when I had my two daughters I didn't have I had drugs so okay. i didn't feel anything yeah. so i wouldn't know if the pinky was the same if it was stiff i wouldn't yeah. know and if it ripped or yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no i wouldn't know uh, it doesn't make sense but remember. they do tell you yeah They'll tell I you did. like oh we need to give you stitches yeah i had i had stitches from my daughter the first one because mm. they actually cut me it's called an epiostomy yep. yeah so they cut you before you rip and that's kind of better because yeah. it, it's a clean line and they can sew it back and it looks like nothing ever happened right mm. but if you, some people rip, and that's mad. The ripping is mad. You know you can rip from your pinky. Yeah, you can can rip. Rip. Your partner, I, I know. Yeah, but did you know that you can rip on the inside? So the inside of your pinky can rip, and they don't always recognize that. And you can go years with it before they correct it. So how do you?
0: How do you know? Yeah, how would you even know that? That's mad.
2: I think you would know as you're going on because you've had your pinky your whole life, you'd know that something's not quite right. Maybe you wouldn't know what it is, Mm. but you'd know. It's just like, apparently the more children you have, your perineum gets smaller. No, baby, not really. But Yeah, your perineum can get smaller Mm. and smaller because obviously the more kids you have, the more down it will go. Like, I don't know how to explain. For people who don't know, the perineum is the gap between your- Anus. And your vagina, yes. So, um yeah, your perineum can get small. But some people have small perineums anyway. So, I don't know. I <laughs> we don't wouldn't know them. because we don't know everybody's perineum or whatever. <laughs> but, um, like, when I had my son, my punky was so swollen. Mm. I thought that I had prolapse. I thought it was inside out. Oh, yeah. That's how really? it felt like it was massive, mate. I was thinking, what the hell is this and whose is it? Like really? <laughs> it. Yes. Mine. Yes. No, 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 no. It was it was mad. I actually said to the nurse, "Excuse me, love, something's not right." <laughs> like, like because I came, I went to shower, and when mm-hmm. I came back, I said to my partner, "Listen, my pinky's inside out, bruv. And he was like, "What?" Oh, <laughs> he was like, "What?" And I was How like, "How long no, did no. it take for it to go back?" Like a couple of days. Then it oh. it was just swollen. But it's the way it was swollen. I've never had a swollen pinky. I don't know. I've never. It it was swollen. Like every part of it was. All of it. Everywhere. This is a bit much. But all of it was swollen everywhere. And I was just thinking, is it going to be like this forever? Like, am I going to be like. (laughs) 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 No, no, but do you know what I mean? Because you don't realize. I don't some people care about their pinkies as in Mm. they'll be like yeah my pinky's the best my pinky's the tightest Mm. i'm not that kind of person and i think that you can't really you can never say that because you haven't been in other people's pinkies to know how tight it is or whatever Mm. you just know feedback and people gonna lie to you you (laughs) do you know what i mean so um i feel like I, i started thinking about my pinky after pregnancy I was thinking oh my god so you're telling me after three now I'm finished <laughs> like I'm now finished Is this it? Is it will I ever will I ever do anything again and I also had post post traumatic stress and I don't care what no no one ever um diagnosed me with it but I know I had it because I was having nightmares about giving birth to my son really? in yes all the time all the t- Even when I was awake, I could remember it. It was so distressful. I didn't like it. I would, Mm. based on that, I would never have another child again. And I mean it. Like, you know, some people say it and then they have five more. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) I will never have another child again because I think the whole experience was really mad. But I think even small things can trip you into depression, especially because people forget that before you're pregnant, you're actually a person. Yeah. And you already have things going on as it is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Nobody's life is perfect and easy. So before you have a baby, if you've ever struggled with depression, it's very likely that you're going to get it again. Yeah, yeah. that is one and of the... And if you haven't things. struggled with it, you might find that it's your first time mm-hmm. that you do. Because mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of... Um, things that are put on us do you mm-hmm. get what i mean we are expected to do so much we're expected to carry the baby eat eat everything but not put on weight yeah. we're supposed to be able to be dancing up until the last second before birth we're supposed to be able to pop back like pop pop the baby out and get back to yeah, it yeah. look after your man look yeah, after look your house house is supposed to be clean and tidy yeah. everything's supposed to be done but you're supposed to get the the Eighteen hours of sleep, sleep with your baby when your baby sleeps, oh, and do all so this extra horrific. stuff: breastfeed, snap back, get a business, go to work, do all this extra yeah, stuff. No, 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 you no, can't obviously. do all that, and I think it's it's stressful. That is <laughs> stressful no, 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 in yeah, that's, is. that's one of
1: those things, and I think well, one of the causes could be also be like you're trying to
2: live your old life again. Yeah, yeah. you're not the same. It's not. You'll never be the same you'll after. N- you're kid. not. You're not the same. I
0: think not to call it post-natal depression, but another important thing as well that we need to recognise is the fathers
2: yeah because everyone (sighs) yeah definitely because I guess they feel less than at the time
0: he he would say oh I'm fine oh I'm okay I'm fine but he was depressed really 100% he was depressed and you can see it you could see life kind of draining out of him someone that's so happy someone that's bubbly all the time you could you can see that change Mm. and I feel like then Not that they don't have anyone to talk to, but it's just that they don't talk. Yeah. So I feel like we should make it a duty to say, how are you today? How are you feeling? Because a lot of people don't do it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time you'll find that when, when you have the baby, everyone is like, how are you feeling Marilyn? Oh, I said my name. We can delete that. Sorry. How are you feeling? Or do you know what I mean? But no one ever says, oh daddy, how are you feeling? Mm -hmm. How, how does this affect you? Or how, how are you feeling today or have you been affected by this or how are you feeling in a few weeks Mm. this depression i swear it followed this person for almost nearly a year and we just don't think about that and this is our if you have a son that's your son's first role model that's Mm. the the first person your son looks up to so you need to make sure that person is happy
2: but do you know what sometimes when you're going through your own stuff no of course it's very difficult for you to then come out of your little depression bubble and say hey so how are you because even even asking someone how they are Mm. when you feel like you do everything when they if they come out and say i'm depressed a part of you is like about what 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 have you done what what do you do yeah i get it and i think maybe maybe there needs to be a conversation about that i think
0: moving forward definitely there's other generations to come Mm. there needs to be ways that
2: both, Both people pe- can get supported. Exactly. And, yeah.
0: Exactly. Even if it's going outside to speak to someone once a week and someone else looking after that child for you. If you me, I had trust issues in the beginning. You know, don't really Like all. anyone, you know? even yeah. to push my
2: buggy. No. Uh, no. 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 Honestly, <laughs>
0: even meeting my mum. Oh, let me have the baby. My eye will start twitching just twitching mm-hmm. listen i know exactly what you mean you're mm-hmm. all like you're not holding her right it's not yeah. like, like the head the neck yeah and and they're like honestly. i've had 20 of you and that's <laughs> one of the, you were saying before i have a friend and um she wishes that her partner did more mm. but she does do everything mm. I listening. um she does everything and i can see her falling into depression mm. but she hasn't seen it yet so I just, I, I even wanna make a platform so that women can come and talk to us or even if you have a problem, like our, our what do you call it, Insta app, or our Twitter, you can DM us, you can ask us for advice because we're mums, we're here. Like there we needs are to here. be, yeah, there, there needs, needs to be, I'll come with a the voice. Jokes. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah I'll because be will don't have that, And there's a lot of people, I was talking to someone and they were basically saying that she, she's having her second baby and there's a two year gap mm. and she's cut everyone off and she's disappeared but this is when you need to find out what's happening this Mm -hmm. is when you need to go over there just to make sure she's okay take her some food take us just to keep on checking that she's okay because for me i didn't speak i didn't tell anyone that i was down i literally i remember there was one time i was in the bathroom i finished bathroom my baby i was smiling then everyone left the house and my baby was in the bedroom and i cried for like an hour i felt so bad Mm -hmm. so i feel like sorry i feel like people need to have a platform to talk more because it is a really bad time it was such a dark time
2: cry (laughs) so yeah (coughs) they do need it you're right it's true and i think a lot of the time as a parent especially a mom you're alone a lot of the time like people don't realize how alone you are because Mm. you have to do everything and you have to be strong and you have to be smiling and you have to be do you know what I mean? I think it's it's difficult because sometimes you're not okay. hundred percent. Sometimes you you're not in the mood to smile and you're and not in the mood to
0: Okay to feel like that.
2: It is okay. And it's okay so it is. So it's okay not to be
0: okay. Honestly, yeah, it really it is. is. Yeah. Well, that's
2: that was so nice. emotional. <laughs> look she has feelings the witch she has feelings (laughs) (laughs) only on
0: sundays because
2: god is resting (laughs)
0: did
2: you hear the cackle though (laughs) no i think that um i think that more needs to be done but i feel like even to acknowledge that you need help sometimes it's a lot it's yeah it's a lot because there are lots of people who come and they were like they have families around they have people around but to ask that family for help is admitting, in a way, that you're not yeah. coping, you're not okay. Yeah. And for for a lot of people, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, who wants to tell people they can't cope? Doesn't yeah, make sense. Yeah. It's it's normally in hindsight, where people can be like, yeah, and it's always at that moment in time. Yeah, I, I couldn't cope. The yeah, mm. it's true. But sometimes it's okay to not cope now.
0: And also, I would like
2: to. Th-
0: there was this thing that used to happen to me.
2: Yeah, when my son was crying
0: and i'm very visual so if someone hurts me i can visualize how i'll hurt you back Mm. if that makes sense so when he was crying i could this is going to sound mad but i could i could see me like maybe leaving him or Mm. i could see me i don't know harming him i'll be honest but because i'm religious Mm. i'd be prayerful so i would never do anything but that that doesn't apply to everyone
2: no it's true like and even people... having that feeling yeah. what do you do with that doesn't exactly. make sense and in... even having that
0: feeling it made me even worse it made me feel even worse yeah because then you feel mean exactly. and evil exactly listen exactly. I, I, am I, am I having visualise having myself sports?
2: leaving my kids daily up to now <laughs> I don't I visualise my, when they're oh mummy I'm like yeah I'm out and I tell them all the time one day I'm gonna go and you're gonna miss <laughs> you me, me. Gonna like <laughs> yeah. but I think it's normalising these conversations yeah. instead of Because if nobody speaks about it, you're a demon. And this is a terrible thing you're doing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. Because we've never had a conversation. There's no logic to what you're saying. And if we've never experienced that, we can't put ourselves in your shoes and understand. Because we've never heard it before. But knowing you and knowing the person that you are, the mother that you are, Mm. how much you do for your son, Mm. how much you care about him... We are not going to take this conversation and think, "Wow, well, you know, oh she, yeah, she she yeah, she's course. a bit mad. She does, yeah. she's doing no." <laughs> that you, I think these conversations need to happen more, yeah. and I feel like by talking and having a conversation, it actually helps you to be able to disperse this honestly yeah. feelings that you may be having. Doesn't yeah. make sense because we're all human. We're not going to be um happy all the time, yeah. and if your child is okay in a normal situation if someone's doing something that you don't like constantly you leave don't yeah, you yeah, yeah. or you retaliate or you lash out or you do exactly. something yeah so that is human nature of course obviously with a baby it's not ideal like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's not it's not an unnatural feeling to have of course. it's just unnatural to hear people say it yeah do, do you know what i mean yeah. you, but it's something that
0: A lot of women go through.
2: Definitely. I told you, I tried to leave them, but (laughs) I can't go. Because where am I going with no money? (laughs) There's no way. (laughs) There's no way. So do I have to pray that you never get rich then? Oh, no, no. Pray for my richness, because I'll send them to boarding school. They'll be fine. Oh, my gosh. They'll be fine.
0: (sighs) Anyway. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so I think it's, it's all right to be... Uh, like as a closing thing Mm. it's okay and if you ever feel like things are too much for you you should always seek help talk to somebody it doesn't have to be a doctor but somebody that you think is understanding like a friend somebody but sometimes when you approach people that you know they're not the best people maybe don't do do you know what i mean if you know that someone's just gonna sweep your problems under the rug you're gonna do the same and you're gonna reach a breaking point where everything becomes too much and that's not good.
0: I am, um, what do you call it? I don't know if you guys remember but I started the Dear, uh, dear Mama movement. Yes. So where women were actually um, DMing me with their problems and then I just give them something nice back because it's normal. So if anyone does feel bad and they don't have anyone to talk to you or you have people to talk to but you don't want them to know, feel free to DM me at at 12 isn't it fitter with? It's, I don't know what my thing oh is no, anymore. We'll put. But in the, wait, let in me the the look one second, and I still didn't find the you know the bottle that starts with E. Oh
2: my god!
0: Yes, DM it's, her. It's
2: fitter with Maya one two. <laughs> I was right, and if you know not, DM our pod. Our yeah, pod. just DM the motherhood yeah.
1: the motherhood pod on both Twitter and on Instagram at the motherhood pod,
2: and one of us will definitely get back to you. There's no one yeah. two oh my god it's fitter with Maya underscore I'm <laughs> <laughs> Thank if you, so you get back something funny you know it's me <laughs> oh my gosh i'm so bored no i'm no i'm being serious as in i'm the jokey one yeah, even yeah, when yeah. you was upset i made you laugh that's how i deal with whatever those kind of things merry
0: christmas and before we go i will sing a closing hymn oh merry christmas god.
2: merry christmas please log out now